Hey, Grandpa, what's that? Oh, don't touch that. That's everything all the time. Careful, it bites. Welcome back to Everything All the Time. This is episode number three. We've already three. done three of these. Yeah, did. Yeah. It's going by fast. Oh, shit. I'm kicking stuff already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start off by saying that I've been drinking for a while, so uh, who knows about my uh, how, how well I'm going to keep it together this episode. Super professional. <laughs> I wanted to be prepared, so I just yeah. decided to drink beer. I was thinking, uh, we talked about this before, obviously, this third podcast low energy last time yeah i felt you know it was it wasn't that we were we were fine it just that was i could tell that we were both probably a little tired yeah whatever night you know sunday we're recording whatever happened on saturday beers whatever I'll tell you whatever the I, weekend was. I thought about it here's the the problem solved you know the problem hmm. we didn't do what guys do talk about pussy right we yeah, should have talked about pussy before we started the podcast there wasn't enough vagina and then we would have been oh dude all there's so many different kinds of pussy too right so I mean, we could have like, had like a two-hour conversation then started the podcast giraffes have pussies yeah exactly I mean, you know, giraffes have pussies everyone has pussies zebras. all different kinds there's welcoming warm pussies they're hairy scary pussy <laughs> is this like the cheech? It's like the cheech thing from from Dust Till Dawn. Yep. Oh man. Oh yeah. I so. put that, I'm gonna put that sound clip at the end of the at the end of the podcast now. Yep. I have so. that from uh from the dust from Dust Till Dawn soundtrack. But see, now that we just started talking about pussy, mm-hmm. high energy. Rest of the podcast. Oh, I'm <laughs> we're, excited. We're, we're now, good to now go. I'm now really into it. All right. Well, yeah. let's do the whole. Uh, we'll do the whole intro first, and then uh, we'll talk about what what the fuck we're drinking and what I've been drinking for a while yep. now. Um, oh yeah. All right, so basically the idea behind this podcast and we'll do we'll do this kind of we'll do we'll do a quick rundown every single time we do this episode just so we get any potential new listeners or yeah. any listeners at all. Yeah. At least you can be refamiliarized yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh us. yeah, speaking of that, uh, sorry mom for talking about pussy cuz you might be the only one listening <laughs> to this podcast episode 3. I so. don't know if you want to tell your mom. Those are you, all jokes. Tell your mom Harry that you've been on this pussy. Podcast. Um, not scared of Harry pussy. <laughs> Oh shit! It's now now it's getting real. All right, so basically the idea behind this podcast is that we are going to talk about beer, food, movies, music, basically anything that we're entertained by or that we enjoy in any way, shape, or form. And it's a totally conversational podcast, and it's totally open ended. Yep. So if we end up going on a tangent and running off uh, off of the subject that we were originally on, no, no, maybe a tangent about pussy. Who it knows? could be. It could be. We could be talking about giraffe pussy all yeah. fucking day for an hour. Yeah, hour long. Honestly, we're gonna it. and we always gonna try to keep it at an hour. But I guess if we run over or we run under, that's also, it's up to us. I yeah. mean, that's the, that's the freedom of this of this uh, oh, yeah. little venture that we have going on here. So to kick it off, um, what the fuck did you just pour in my glass? <laughs> I just poured a uh, beer camp across America. The beer camp collaboration. That's Sierra a brand Nevada. new brewery, right? They're uh, they're brand yeah, new. They're brand new. They just started. So this beer was uh, this is a huge collaboration. Austin Beer Works, Bayou Tech Brewing. Creature Comforts Brewing Company, Funky Buddha, Wicked Weed. So we got Austin, we got Florida, 
We got just about everybody. How the um, fuck does that many people get involved and then just decide that they're going to like make a beer together? Like one guy's like, hey, I'll be right there. I'll bring the wheat. <laughs> like, I'll be right there. I'll be there. I'll bring I'm the sure hops. it's a huge collaborative process what do you there. Think? There's a just a bunch of, of dudes sitting a in a mines. room writing a, writing a little menu together. Like, well, here, yeah. So here's the thing about this beer. This is a table beer, but this is brewed like it's a uh, a tea, like a peach tea style beer. Interesting. So I don't know if you tried it yet. I haven't tried give it. it. Give it a try. All right, I'm going to smell it first. That's what I, I will say. Uh, i smell it. Like you would... A vagina. Yes. Yeah. Oh, pussy. Pussy. Right. Sorry. That's the that's the proper. Uh, yeah. Proper word. The proper way to say it is pussy. pussy yeah. Yes. Um, smells take good. a couple. Yeah, a couple drinks, and uh, you'll definitely see the the tea table beer. It's, oh, it's pretty insane. All right. Hot day. This would be a perfect beer if you don't want to drink tea. And traditionally. If you're not familiar with table beer, it's like the monk's beer. It's like the monk's table. It's the beer that they had at their table yep. all the time. So that's um, it's a traditional Belgian-style beer. But a lot of people, I realize, have not heard of that before. So table beer it's is never like never references total... table beer. No. Yeah, no. There's so many different like Belgian-style references. It's mm-hmm. table beer. So generally, as a table beer, it can, be, it can range from different styles, but generally it's in the Belgian single range. But yeah, um, it's not bad. Not bad. It's very light, very easy drinking. Um, got pretty good flavor, actually. It does, yeah. A couple, couple drinks in, you'll start kind of, it, it expands a little bit more. You start getting a little bit of that peach, a little bit of tea. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's pretty solid, yeah. And that actually brings me to the uh, next subject, which I always remind people of, is that Jeff and I are both in the beer industry. Um, I've also worked in the entertainment industry, so music and film. Um, we're both, um, again, not professional critics in any way, shape or form, but we do consume a lot of media in all shapes and forms. And that's why we feel like we're giving you valid opinions on any professional subject. opinionists. I just made that up. Professional right opinionists is a new, it's actually a word that just got added to yeah. the, um, urban dictionary. Yes. They just made that up. Mm-hmm. Probably been used before, but I'll take, I doubt that it. Shit. Nobody has original thoughts anymore. So there we go. <laughs> we're just going to fucking combine <laughs> shit together. That's actually how the English language was really, you know, put together. It's like a, a, a combination of different languages and then kind of just smash them together. And they're like, fuck rules. Let, let's yeah. just, let's just Make talk. Shit up. Yeah. I mean, these days we don't even use real language. We just use emojis. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, you want to come over? You don't even say that. You just put smiley face, like an arrow pointing down and then like a door. Yeah. And that's it. Self-explanatory right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, I guess the the general question that I'll always start off with is, have you tried anything new? Have you tried anything different beer-wise that you are super excited about? Um, right now, let's see. The beer camp thing was a pretty big deal just because I remember it a couple of years ago. I love the collaboration Beer camp is of one of those things that comes out every single year that can be really awesome or extremely disappointing well that's why th- yeah. this is the first one great start i'm glad we started with this one because mm-hmm. it's going to get interesting they have some pretty interesting uh collaborations on there um for those that don't know white labs which is one of the leading yeast companies especially over here on the west coast pretty much throughout the u.s uh they make their own beer also there's, there's a tasting any, room if there's any pussies looking for yeast infections you could probably get those at white labs exactly i yeah. don't know if that's true but i would call white possibility labs there might be someone using. Hey, White Labs, can I get a yeast infection? There might be someone using that yeast to make a beer. You know, I've heard some fucked up shit. Not, not, I don't want to. I don't want to veer off too far. But I heard that there was a girl who, and this, I didn't read the whole article, so 
this is literally based off a headline. Yeah. A woman was making beer with the yeast from her vagina. That's definitely a possibility. It sounded fucking Well, you know, you know, Rogue Rogue has a beer that they make from a dude's beard yeast. You know, and I just and that's I a don't real thing. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want that beer. I don't want I don't want human park beer. Yeah. It's like I don't, you know, just why just as you should be cautious about Soylent Green, yeah. you should also be cautious about things that are made out of people yeah. in general. That's very if true. If it's made by a person, that's one thing. If it's made from a person, like from their insides or whatever the fuck. If it was my own beard, I would I'm not into it. that. I'm not going to drink so the So not to stray off too far, yeast. but... But yeah, no, but speaking of, fucking... of, speaking of like White Labs and so, the East, so, so they labs. also make beer. Mm. And so I uh, I picked up some White Labs IPA brewed with an Antwerp uh, strain. I'm actually really interested and to it's try actually, that. actually, yeah, yeah. Because I have not had anything from White Labs. Try that I mean, next. I probably had their solid yeast in certain beers, but I've never had anything directly from White Labs. Yeah. So that's that's actually some of their beers when I do try them, pretty delicious. Cool. So it's uh that's kind of what I'm where I'm at. Uh, beer camp, maybe some White Lab stuff. I'm excited. I'm yeah. ready to try everything because I've been drinking one type of beer today and just trying to. The problem here, and I've told you about this, but we'll inform the the. I have a kegerator at home, and I have two taps, and I got two new kegs today because I thought my other kegs were getting low. Turns out they're not as low as I thought. You were I shook wrong. the keg. I thought I was good. Nope. Poured a bunch of uh, a couple giant uh, glasses of beer. I'm still not I'm done. telling you, dude. Yeah. You should just put your head under the tap <laughs> and just chugged it. I should have just. I literally was when I made the joke about running the hose from did it. from the kegerator to the living room just so I could sit there and just drink beer the entire time. It's basically like doing a keg stand except for I'd be sitting yeah, my exactly. ass on the couch. It's way more comfortable. Yeah. Just, don't just, need a bunch of assholes to lift you. And up. then if I could just, you know, do a catheter too, yeah. so I could just drink and pee and or then butt chug just it, dude. Chew. That's a thing. <laughs> butt chug it. Is it butt chug it? Is that it's basically that's a beer enema? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anything really? Yeah. Anything. The first time I ever heard about any type of alcohol enema was from uh, Bradley Knoll from Sublime. I was listening to him on a on a radio interview, obviously before he died. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how. He already he sounded like he was fucked up in the interview as it was, and he was talking about how he would do they would do tequila shots in their ass, and then they get drunk in like ten seconds. It sounded and I and I, the thing is, normally when somebody would say something like that, to, uh, I would just be like, "Aha, good joke." But with him, I no, I think it's that's probably true. Fucking true. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> Where's the joy in getting drunk if you're just gonna do it that way? I don't know because I like the flavor of most alcohols, mm-hmm. so I would not want to put it in my butt. No. I just don't have a desire. I have a rule that I probably won't put anything in my butt. I just don't. Not yeah. even out of curiosity. Not even out of adventure. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> There's no reason for exploration. I'm going to give, give a lot of girls credit. I feel like girls are way adventurous when it comes to... Uh, to butt stuff? Just in general, putting things inside their body. They have a lot more holes, natural holes to fill. Technically, only one more hole than a dude. <laughs> If you think about it, te- I so. technicality. Yeah, I really, all right, if and you wanna, honestly, if, if you really want to break it down, if you've sure. ever seen Kids in a Sandbox, which oh, is a porno, yeah. kids are bad. Yeah. No, no, this, oh. it's a porno where uh, a dude is getting a dildo jammed into his dick hole. What? No, I don't. And they're know. in a sandbox. No, I don't. <laughs> they're like for whatever reason. I don't tell me why they're in the sandbox. And don't tell me why someone came up with the name Kids in the Sandbox. I don't, oh, so this is like this I thought you were actually talking thing. about real children. No, this oh, is a man, real. I was like already just Google like, no, this. In this. If you want to be disturbed, this dude is getting a dildo jammed in his pee hole. So 
Technically, I'm, that, I almost choked a little bit right there. Technically, we're tied with girls as far as putting stuff in holes. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I, I've been proven wrong. <laughs> um, the thing, oh man, this just—I just had a thousand thoughts go through my brain. But the other day, um, you're putting something in your pee hole, <laughs> right? I was just shoving a battery in there. No, <laughs> that's how you make it go, right? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to get the, a bonus. The thing that you mentioned about the kids was the other day the one of the charities came and knocked on my door and I was like in the middle of work so I had stopped by home just to to send a couple emails out and whatever. I knock on the door and I was feeling pretty I'm pretty sarcastic most of the time and they were they were going to not, you know, they were going to feel the wrath basically because they yeah. wanted my money. So yeah. Um, they knocked on the door and somehow she said something wrong and she said something like we're selling kids, but she, you know, she said incorrectly, but she corrected herself yeah. and I said, what? You're not selling any children. And I closed the gate and walked away. <laughs> awesome. uh, and then I, but I mean, I came back out and like yeah. solidified it, but then she was talking about something else and they were, they were referencing, I don't remember what it was. There was just saying, they were saying like, how are they trying to save every kid? I'm like, well, there's a lot of children. I was like, there's actually too many. Yeah. And I said, look, we could really just counterbalance if the old people would just die faster. And they were, the other girl was like, Oh my God, did you just say that? Like she was totally, I was just fucking ruining their day basically. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it was all in good fun. Cause it was sarcastic and they knew it was a joke. But at the same time I was like having a really good time fucking with these people. Yeah. And no, I didn't give them any money. I was going to say, did you donate anyways? No, fuck kids. Uh, yeah. Fuck them all. We have too many. Send them to a church then. Sorry. <laughs> That'll really happen. <laughs> There's just too many children. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, or to Penn State, <laughs> circa 1980 to about 2000-ish. Right. <laughs> that's the best way to get a kid fucked. Oh, shit. Uh, that's, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't want the kids sexually harassed. I just want them gone. You know. All right. All we'll right. Send I them, took it literally. Send them to Australia. It used to be uh, an island for prisoners yeah. or convicts or whatever yeah. the fuck. So just send the children there. They can start the, um, what's that? You. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, they'll do the Lord of the Flies thing. Australia become even more dangerous than it already is, and then we can just start. Kids a new aren't really world. dangerous. They just become more annoying than it already is. I guess. Yeah. yeah with obnoxious <laughs> accents. Uh, man, this is. I like this beer. It's, it's good. a good beer, right? Yeah. Mm. But then again. I've already had a good buffer here, so yeah. who knows? I might oh, just no. have, I might have beer goggles on. It's a tasty in, this, beer. in the sense of beer, it's, it's a tasty yeah. beer. Yeah, that's a tasty. Beer. My palate could be totally ruined right now. Um, all right, well that was um, well, I guess that was a good intro. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Um, do you want to? You just finished, we so let me probably let me take beer. this last sip, yeah. and then we'll grab another beer, and then we'll come out and start a second segment. Totally. All right, let me. Uh, I gotta actually hit the the off button, or we could just record silence for a while. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, pussy, 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 come on in, pussy lovers. Here at the Titty Twister, we're slashing pussy in half. Give us an offer on our best selection of pussy. This is a pussy blowout. All right, we got white pussy, black pussy, Spanish pussy, yellow. Pussy, we got hot pussy, cold pussy, we got wet pussy, we got smelly pussy, we got hairy pussy, bloody pussy, we got snapping pussy, we got silk pussy, velvet pussy, nalga hide pussy, we even got horse pussy, dog pussy, chicken pussy. Come on, you want pussy? Come on in, pussy lovers. If we don't got it, you don't want it. Come on in, pussy okay we are back and uh again it, i know for the listeners it means absolutely nothing because the break doesn't you know no concept of time in that way um actually before we talk about this beer 
I'm gonna I forget every time, but just as a reminder for any of the listeners, the uh, episodes are gonna post on rclvoice.com, which is my website, and then it'll post to iTunes, and then again I will look into the Google Play thing as it as we get you know as this gets rolling. I'll Spotify also does podcasts now, so yeah, and, there's all different. Yeah, versions I'll look into other I'll look into other sources. It's gonna start for iTunes, and then we can go from there. And I'll see see how easy it is to deal with all this stuff because all those posting to podcast stuff is relatively new to me. So. Yeah. Um, We'll see how it goes as the uh, weeks go by. Um, okay, so you just poured some brown liquid in my glass. I went ahead and poured the uh, Family Values Imperial Brown Ale, another okay. Beer Camp collaboration. Now we're not trying to timestamp them, but for the diehard beer people, they know when uh, Beer Camp came sure. out. Sure. So yeah, I mean, uh, but then again, I've been talking about stuff that's like somewhat relevant to yeah. the time anyway. So yeah, exactly. it's just going to be, you know, it is what it is. Um, this guy is uh, it's a brown brewed with cocoa nibs and honey. This collaboration here it smells good. This is, this is very Midwest. August Shaw Brewing Company, Minnesota. Dark Horse Brewing Company, Half Acre Beer Company, Perennial, Art, Perennial Artisan Ales, Sun King from uh, Indiana. So it's a very Midwest beer. Hmm. It's interesting. It's not um, it's not your average brown. Oh, yeah. I can definitely taste. It is an Imperial. So if you're not familiar with what Imperial is, it essentially means double. Um a double IPA or an imperial IPA is essentially they're synonymous with each other, um, <clears throat> and that's the same with other other aspects. Is if it's imperial, it means the alcohol content is usually higher, and they usually um, up the amount of product that they use to create the beer. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's about eight point five strong. Um, I like it. I dig the mouthfeel. You get the cocoa and the honey right at the end. It is good. Um, don't think about honey for a brown ale ever, so whoever thought of adding that. No. Genius. It's, um, yeah, no, it has a different, it's, again, it's not your average brown, but it is a nice, um, they did a good job. Solid beer, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to drink a lot of this. No. But I definitely, I do enjoy the amount that I have, and I actually feel like that's satisfactory. I was going to say the pours we have are perfect for this beer. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I'd want to drink a whole 12 ounce of that. I actually like the amount, the, the split that yeah, we have right now. Yeah, the split we have is perfect, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, no. Again, really solid. <clears throat> My throat's getting all fucked up because I've been drinking for too long. Fucking ruining oh, everything. God. You're gonna have, you're gonna have fun editing that shit. I'm not even gonna edit it. I don't even give a shit. Cough, anymore. cough, hack, hack. Yeah, cough, that first bleh. episode. First episode, I was just coughing up a storm. I had to try and edit it, and it was bad. But you know, whatever. Fuck everybody. I'll try to add a burp into there. Yeah, and again, I mean, I can't even put a pop filter on this thing, so it goes pop, pop. I mean, yeah. well, whatever. Fuck it. I mean, it's just, it's just the way it's gonna be. If you have audio uh, complaints, then fucking email President Obama about yeah. it. Thanks, Obama. Obama. Yeah. Obama will solve it for you. He'll solve everything for you. All right. So now we're gonna talk about um, the next, our next segment, basically. So we'll go into the our music and film segment. So yeah. uh, really, that's uh, we're gonna talk about the moving picture. Um, and then um, the, the, the audios. Moving picture with a little bit of a twist as far as what I recommended right. that we watch. Right. And I, you know what? You did mention <clears throat> pornographic material earlier. Yeah. And I was almost going to mention it, but I figured I'd wait till this segment rolled oh, yeah. around. Yeah, exactly. So one well, of the... should we dive right into it? Let's do it. Let's, just, let's right. talk about it. I don't give a shit. All right. So I stumbled upon this via a very simple Google. We're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're like, hey... 
Who was that dude in the original one that played Casey Jones? Let's Google that shit. Oh, that actor you mean? That actor, oh, yeah. Awesome. I was like, he's, yeah. A, he's a great actor. I forget his name. He's Let's Google it. He's in a shitload of stuff, yeah. So I Googled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What what did I find when I Googled it? The first thing that popped up? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles porn parody, 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, you know what's was... really funny? When you told me to watch it, I just turned it on. I actually didn't look at the title. Yeah, I yeah. just assumed. Well, it because was... you assume it's ten uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles, like some kind of sex. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. ten inch mutant ninja turtles. So before before we talk about this, yeah. I do want to I do want to talk about the original oh, yeah. Ninja Turtles movie. A, it was a good movie. It, it it is really it actually it I think it still holds up to because the costumes still look really solid. Granted, it, they don't use any CG, so yeah. I think that actually te- it stands the test of time. Um, it was like Jim Henson's Muppet Shop that like put all that shit together. There, you know, everything that they did was all the animatronics and everything. I love visually, especially the bad guys. Mm-hmm. They did a great job. with yeah. Shredder, all his foot soldiers, like they completely agree. Fucking cool, I feel man. like they really pulled that out of the comics and it had a dark tone to it as well. The one thing that I really want to just mention about this whole that whole thing is one of my favorite movie quotes of all time, and it really it is a time sensitive joke. Because it came out in the 90s, and Jose Canseco was a yeah. famous baseball player at the time. He's still so, pretty famous for being just a piece of shit now. But sure, he's still pretty but famous, I just yeah. think that maybe his that fame has waned over time. It's not as, I mean, especially younger generations, I don't think a lot of people know who he is. No, you know, don't. it's it's no, not like don't. a, he's not a Michael Jordan kind of thing. Yeah. So he just kind of dissipates over time, you know. But anyways, it's they're having a fight in the in the park. And he's hitting him with all these different weapons, and they're they're hitting. And he he blocks the bat, and he grabs the bat, and he looks at it, and he goes, "A Jose Canseco bat? Tell me, you didn't pay money for this." And then he just keep they keep fighting, and it was like the stupidest fucking joke, but it's one of my favorite movie quotes of yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just one of my favorites. But again, that movie's great. But yeah, let's talk about the uh, porn parody. Let's talk about the porn. Parody. Um, super short. It was only like thirty minutes, right? Like you can you can fast forward, and like get through. I had to fast forward. Yeah. I couldn't sit through it. So like I said, and the, this is coming from a guy who's watched um, the most expensive porn ever made, which yeah. is called Pirates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I watched that movie. It's two hours long. You watched the entire. movie? I watched it because um, I was really curious about the story. Holy shit! <laughs> you know how like, people used to say that they would read Playboy for the for the articles? Yeah, yeah. the big the running. That's joke. legit though. Like they do have really good articles. Well, they don't uh, even do. Yeah, they don't exactly. even do Nude photos anymore. I'm glad so. they did. Yeah, it was all Whatever. fucking airbrush. It was stupid. But the but the general point is that that was the running joke. Was I read for the articles? Right. So I actually did. Granted, it's a porno, but I did watch the whole thing just to see because one, I was as as a person who enjoys film and loves like the art of filmmaking. I was really fascinated by the fact that why was this the most expensive porno ever made, and why is it two hours long? Yeah, who who watches this and spends their time just like do you? you jerk off for two hours i don't know i don't these there so there's a documentary on showtime where they legitimately talk about like these expensive pornos and like they talk to the directors these people legitimately think they're making art and they think that they're making art they think it's fucking brilliant here's the thing about art is it's subjective they are fucking insane (laughs) because all art is is totally subjective and it's totally in the the eye of the beholder right so you could look at a piece of shit like a literal piece of shit on the ground yeah and you as a person could find that to be artistic i forgot the name of the artist but she displayed all her uh, period stains right yeah, right right and so it's all just up to you if you find that to be an artistic thing yeah, right yeah. so art is total subjective the art gallery whatever. Just smelled like pennies the I whole time personally do not think 
that that would be art. But again, but it's not Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. So okay, now that was so, art. So we're gonna jump back and go. This is so I've watched I've watched the most expensive porn ever made. I've also watched old porn like um, there's some good ones. The Devil and Miss Jones. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Behind the Green that Door. That one, The Devil and Miss Jones, was talked about in that documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's and Behind big, the Green Door, and then of deal. course, what's the the ultimate um, the Deep Throat one or whatever? Deep Throat, and then there's. God, I'm blanking on the name right now. I'm not going to worry about trying to remember. But there's some old school shit I've watched before. And I, w- I, I turned on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. And I just, I started. So the very, very beginning of it is the turtles. Yeah. And they're wearing costumes that actually they probably had to spend some money on. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Not that they're really good, but they're They look like not, the slightly worse version of the 90s not, turtles. Like they, they Yeah, they they're just terrible. obviously with like the mouths barely move and yeah. it just looks and the, the amount of motion is just like yeah. basically non-existent. And it was just um, all a bunch of dick jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I did I honestly just had to keep clicking forward. So yeah, anyway, so they have the turtles in the beginning, but then as you click forward it's basically April Neil and Casey, Casey Jones, Jones yep. just doing it. Yeah, they, and that's, that's it. That's the scene, and that, like I said, that's the funny part is April O'Neil. Her porn name is actually April O'Neil. That's what she goes by. So, so clever. And whoever not clever whoever thought of like let's do a turtles porn parody right. with April O'Neil, genius, mm-hmm. obviously. And but, this, we're gonna we're gonna lead into the new movie that's coming out too. But well, I won't talk about that yet. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, the other the other thing is so. Clicking forward, fast forwarding, fast forwarding. So you, fast forward. I don't know if you. Missed I wasn't it, there but for any recreation purposes. So I was they literally were, there just to. All the turtles were watching Casey Jones. I heard they were they were like fighting in the background or something. You can yeah, hear like yeah. these sound there's effects where they're like the sparring yeah. or something. Essentially like sparring, but then they just kind of start watching. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And this is where it gets really <laughs> super weird. Is at the end, done, money shot Casey Jones, mm-hmm. out of out of the scene, mm-hmm. and then it's four super horny turtles right and they let her know like oh shit what what's gonna happen now and that's where it gets interesting that's when their 10 inches pop out and all four turtles have boners it's a shit of nightmares honestly and and then didn't so here's the thing since i kept clicking forward i didn't see what happened but again apparently they get the money shot too and then she was covered in like green goose was it so she she starts giving them (laughs) She starts doing. She a, looked like she was painted like blue it's or a green. Blow or job yeah. on all four of the turtles because she she decides to pleasure them too. Right. And starts giving them blowjob, <laughs> jerking off these green fake, horrifying looking oh, dicks, and then no. yeah, they finish money shot green goose all over April O'Neil. So, and I just I, <laughs> I was just and so you know what's really funny is that when you do when you you get the link to that and you pull up the search but then it shows beyond that like all the other recommended videos and they're all i didn't know oh, yeah i had literally so no many. idea that there was so many parodies for superhero stuff there yes. was like spider-man star wars. And, and star wars and superman and like all these different things and they were like all these foreign parodies and i had no idea that this was i don't mind like the other super like i get it like kind of with the other superheroes but what the most disturbing part about the turtles is doesn't that like borderline bestiality she's blowing these basically like it's turtle dicks that she's did you i don't know if i i don't know if i ever told you this but during during halloween we were at the halloween store looking at um costumes yeah they had a sexy ninja turtle costume i mean Mm. granted they make almost a sexy version of anything yeah but that one one that one just threw me off i was like what like why would there be a sexy ninja turtle um one of the most creative things i've ever heard slash also offensive good friend of mine in the past still to kind of talk to him 
He always wanted for Halloween to be <laughs> sexy Twin Towers. <laughs> oh, so it was brilliant. He never did it, but I would, yeah, imagine there would be some, idea. some, uh, <laughs> somebody would not agree <laughs> with that costume. I mean, I imagine him trying to explain it to somebody too. No one would get it. What would it be like? He dressed up as a building. Oh, not not a... sexy. Actually, I, that's slutty. Oh, slutty. <laughs> I meant to say slutty. So what would it be like? Slutty a Twin building Towers. with like, like a, a bikini. On? Yeah, like a, a building. Like I don't know, looking super skanky, hmm. but it's a Twin Towers, so it's super offensive slash brilliant so okay. i gave him props for that if they had um if they had i mean i'm just gonna i'm gonna take it to the next level right yeah, now yeah, if ahead. you if you had the building you could put like the bikini bottom on and then you could have like a fake toy plane in like in shoved vagina, into yeah. the into the bikini bottoms yep. with fire coming yep. out of it it'd be like a fire bush yeah exactly of, yeah and i agree <clears throat> genius I, I don't know i mean Again, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna do something fucked up, then I feel like you really just have to take it to the ultimate level. Yep. Because I don't feel like if you're gonna be fucked up and you're gonna hurt and you're gonna like potentially offend a lot of people, then really just take it to the ultimate level. Might as well make it. Don't worth hold, it. don't hold back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Donald exactly. Trump doesn't hold back. Yeah. He he lets everybody know how offensive he is. He's a giant and, piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I think that's the thing is that With the fan base. I mean, whether you you like him or you don't like him, that it's kind of irrelevant because he just does whatever the fuck he wants to do and says whatever the fuck he wants to say. So. You don't have to agree with him politically, but the man is just fucking running his mouth. So right. that's actually not not the point. But it's just if you're gonna be offensive, then just go fucking yeah, go, go all the way it, with dude. it. Yep. If you have to be, you know, I think that's the thing that I think is. Uh, I read something. I don't want to go on this for too long. I don't even remember the the person's name. Um, she was saying offensive shit on Twitter, and part of your freedoms as an American is to say whatever the fuck you want, and. She wasn't physically harming anybody, but Twitter banned her, like canceled her account or banned her account. And some celebrity, I don't remember her name. It's she was like supporting Trump or blah blah blah. I don't know. I can't remember that. Literally, can't remember her name. So it doesn't. It's totally irrelevant to who the fuck it is. But the thing is that she wasn't physically harming anybody. So I feel like she should just be able to say whatever the fuck she wants to say, even if it's bad. If it's bad, you you as a person should be able to say whatever the fuck you want. If you're physically harming people, that's a whole other situation. But you're allowed to feel the way you want to feel. So if you are a racist, then be racist. But don't admit, let it let it affect your own life and not not somebody else's. You know what I mean? That's yeah. I feel like that's the way it is. It's just like you're religious. I don't. If you want to be Christian, you know. If you want to be Jewish, whatever, be that. But don't try to talk me into it. That's the other situation yeah, is that yeah. don't try to bring me involved in that. And I think that's the thing is that you as a person, as an individual, find your group, find your thing. But it, as soon as you start harming other people is when it becomes an issue. Yeah. But if you're just saying stuff, you're just saying stuff, saying like, hey, fuck you. Hey, I don't like this. I don't like that. That's just on. That's on you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, again, I don't want to go too down that road, but yeah. I just feel like, you know, part of the whole thing is the freedom of speech. You should be able to say whatever the fuck you want to say. If Donald Trump can do it, then so should that lady on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Again, as long as she's not going out and physically attacking people or literally causing like actual harm to somebody, yeah. then what the who, who the fuck cares? Just delete the bitch. Like fucking don't are, follow yeah, yeah, her. Don't yeah. pay attention. It's, it's PC, man. I always feel like my only thing with amendments is they only tend to work for certain people. I don't see how people, like, oh, it's freedom of speech. When we talked about this last this, week is yeah. where like, where Hollywood tries to incorporate like, gays and ethnics in yeah. any way, shape, or form, and it always seems forced. 
it's the same situation. We're trying to please too many people all at the same time, and then at the same time, it pleases no one. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no right or wrong answer to this situation. But anyways, I'm going off on a tangent on that one. So, I knew that was going to happen. I was like, ugh. You got run, way too political right down. now, dude. Sweat my balls off. everything I'm not up. even political. I don't even give a shit. I just, like, I just think it's just fucking people are like, they're like, don't say that. That's offensive. You're like, no, fuck you. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. Just don't fucking cause anybody else like actual damage. Yeah, yeah. You know, say you fucking were happy that the towers fell or happy that there's, you know, kids starving in another part of the world. It's up to you to say that. You yeah. can say whatever the fuck you want. It's just up to the other people to not listen to them. Yeah. And that's like the long and short of it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, let's go. The one thing, and again, that went off on a, like a far tangent there. But um, the other thing I want to talk about was, so the new Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. That one's coming out. And I got to say, my inner child is very excited about it because it looks like the movie I wanted when I was a kid. Because Bebop and Rocksteady yeah. are in it. And I loved Ninja Turtles when I was little. And it looks like that movie that I wanted them to make when in the 90s. But for whatever reason, they didn't do it. And then, like, in the second movie, they have other mutants. But they weren't from the books. It was just, like, these random... I don't like when they make stuff up. Yeah, just go off the fucking story. Well, that was disappointing to me as a child. Yeah. I remember I remember seeing that movie and being excited about the movie. And then going, wait, why didn't they just add Bebop and Rocksteady? If you can add this... I think it was called, like, Toka and Razor, And it was, like, a wolf... And a snapping turtle. And if you can do that, how come they couldn't do a rhinoceros and a warthog? Like, just I just don't get it. So, anyways, I'm I'm actually like excited about the sequel because I think that they're gonna kind of capture the the inner child, and they're really bringing all the the stuff kind of from the uh, animated series. Into I'll it. tell you, I'm seeing. I had to look something up because I'll tell you why I'm not excited about okay. that because Tyler Perry's in it. <laughs> He plays. Uh, so I do you know? Care. Are you familiar with the character? Then I'm super familiar. Okay. But why so did he... Tyler Perry have to be in it? Because <laughs> I automatically think, oh, that's cool. Medea's in Ninja Turtles. So here's. I don't. Again, I don't want to go on for this for too long. I but think he's. He's. I'd never tied heard. with Oprah Winfrey as the I'd, richest black man ever. I'd litter. <laughs> he has to be. Everyone loves his movies, especially for black. Like it's not even racist I thing. Think it was that's more like that you just true. said that Oprah Winfrey was a man. That's what. <laughs> well, <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised, dude. Hey, you never know. Yeah. These days with all the trans stuff, you don't know. Exactly. You don't know. Maybe Oprah Winfrey was the original trans and just she never told anybody. Yeah, and now she has so much money, she doesn't give a fuck well, what no, she, she doesn't is. matter. Yeah. She lives in some like high castle in Santa Barbara. Yep. I remember if you like you drive near it, if you get within ten feet they shoot you. Yeah. On site. I heard about yeah. that. And then right. they rape your family. Yep. <laughs> I heard about don't that. Don't fuck with Oprah, man. <laughs> um the other <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I was gonna fucking say. Oh, Tyler Perry, he's playing uh, Baxter Stockman. You know, he turns yeah. into like a mutant yeah. fly, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but still, it's spoilers. Sorry. Spoilers for anybody who never watched uh, Ninja Turtles as a kid. Baxter Stockman turns into a fucking mutant fly. So but first, I'm, I'm really he turns ex- into a sassy old black lady, and then the he thing, turns into so a fly. This is the thing about Tyler Perry. I never had heard of him at all, and then all of a sudden, it seemed like every week. There was some movie that said Tyler Perry's blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is Tyler Perry? And how does he keep making movies? And it was constant. Yeah. I swear to God, that guy's probably got like 20 movies. Tyler Perry belt. presents Medea's Summer Vacation in Prison. What the? It's I made that like, up, but that actually might no, be that, a movie. No, it might be a thing because yeah. it, it, it started to remind me of like the Medea stuff. And, but the, and just any of his, it was like Tyler Perry's blah, 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 like goes yeah. to jail. Tyler. Yeah. And I was like, he's like earnest. 
Yeah. You oh, totally. Ernest? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest goes to Halloween. I don't remember. It was like trolls. Oh, I know it was Ernest scared stupid, ones. which is yeah. one of my favorite. Scared yeah. stupid. That's the one with the trolls. Yeah. Um, but again, that's just it's so funny. So the other thing I wanted to bring up quick, we, we, we won't have to talk about it for too long, but um, I mentioned The uh, Fifth Element. Yeah. I was thinking about this movie recently and how much I've enjoyed it over my life. And that movie came out in 1997. It's crazy. Um, and I was thinking about the, if you think about the, like the basics of that movie, it's it's a beautiful movie, right? And actually, if you watch it now, it still holds up really well because, again, a lot of practical effects, just like yeah. the original Star Wars. Yeah. They use a lot of uh, miniatures and not a lot of CG, so it's like the whole thing is focused on them just um, really creating like a practical, realistic world with a lot of sets and barely any actual CG stuff. So it doesn't really ruin the movie too much. And again, it's it's Bruce Willis, and so Bruce Willis is kind of Bruce Willis all the time, but he's entertaining. He's kind of like Tom Cruise where they always pick like entertaining films, but they yeah. don't stray away from them being the type of person that they are the acting wise like they don't stray too much from that type of like i don't, I don't really know even how to explain it but they're always in the same just that like tough kind guy of same role. level like, yeah where they're always like they're all really granted they have some roles where they've really branched out but most of the time it's like he's acting like bruce willis right now or he's acting like tom cruise yeah. and the concept of the movie is what's entertaining yeah um and i was just that movie as the design aspect the look of it is incredible. The characters are really interesting. You know what's really garbage about that movie is the story. There is essentially no story. And that's why I think the movie is fantastic because it relies literally on a complete lack of story. It's There's a giant alien ball planet thing yeah. that's going to crash into Earth and destroy it. For what reason? <laughs> just because. <laughs> just because. And then they need the fifth element to save yeah to save them like the chosen one yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i just thought that was i was rethinking about that movie in general and just thinking about like the concept of it and essentially it becomes in a later aspect of the movie when the action really starts to be kind of becomes like a die hard in space aspect but overall it's really the characters that drive that film and then everything else is just it's just like a really well, beautifully made, designed movie. And I really like Chris Tucker in that movie. Oh yeah, like he's awesome. Like a just I was crazy, actually disappointed. Weird I mean, dude, granted, yeah, he he kind of pulled like a Dave Chappelle and just disappeared, where he didn't like he just basically stopped doing things, and there was probably a lot of reasons behind all that. Yeah. But yeah, he just kind of. I was always hoping that he would have kind of gone off and done a ton of shit. Yeah, and he did some shit in the '90s, and then just sort of disappeared. He did like 18 Rush Hour movies. and well, then, That's why he stopped acting. They stopped making Rush Hour well, movies. Well, he made a shitload of money off those too. But I also read, there was some article I saw at one point that said that he was bankrupt. I didn't, I don't really fuck care. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, again, yeah, so that was the only the only thing I wanted to touch on for as movies go. If you've never seen The Fifth Element, I would highly recommend watching it. It's I think it's a really well I would hope most people have probably seen. Most people have. I think I, it's one of those. pretty sure it's I, been on like fucking TBS or something. Sure. I can't imagine so. the amount of times it's been replayed, but the cast is really solid. Yeah. The visuals, the actual art design was, uh, was all the art design stuff was done, done by French comic artists. So it's cool. like the whole thing is just got a very unique look to it and yeah. it's obviously done, it's done by a french filmmaker too yeah. uh it's like luke besson or i best or i don't yeah. know I'll probably say his name incorrectly but he's also notorious for making like really he's had a lot of really good films under his belt like he made la femme nikita but he also did leon the professional and oh yeah yeah he's just uh he's always been a really solid director over the years again just really kind of i was thinking about that movie the other day it was just in my mind if yeah. i haven't watched it in 
a while, but I really feel like I need to revisit because it it's just it's one a of good those. Movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's entertaining. Just, and then it's got Luke Perry in the beginning too. Yeah. So you know, nine oh two one oh on yeah. that one. Yeah, exactly. All right, so you also were mentioning um, some music stuff. Yep. So I, I I sent you this. This was more. As far as music goes, we do have a lot of similarities, but I also venture out into just my my music. There, I don't. My spectrum is very wide. Right. It goes from very very serious, strange stuff to like not very strange, but very serious stuff to like I don't know, whatever. So today, the, this the music I sent you this week was more on the fun side. Right, right. And serious. so you know what? Actually, I just realized that we're both out of beer again. Yeah. So let's I know. get it. Let's get another beer, and then we'll talk about we'll talk music about music. Yeah, 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 I agree. Right. Well, we'll be back in a sec. All right, time we're warp. Back. Yeah, and yeah. it's you know what? I think maybe maybe we need to separate movie and music. Maybe it's two different segments. Maybe I know? really feel like it just depends on how much we're going to be talking about it. I mean, for you know, we again, we can talk about it for as long as we want to talk yeah, about it. So exactly. I really just feel like that that can be that segment. Or but again, it really depends on how fast we drink our beer too. Yeah, that's also a huge huge part. All right, so now we're gonna since we've come back from this little mini break, we've got another beer. What's, Doing beer camp. We're gonna beer? stick with the beer camp. This one's the. Uh, Pat Riot Revolutionary Pale Ale. So mm-hmm. this is East Coast. This is a pale ale brewed with apples. Uh, Devil's Backbone Brewery. Dog, I don't really smell the apples. Dogfish Head Craft Brewery. Lawson's Finest Liquid. Stouts Brewing Company. Trillium Brewing Company. Um, it's good. What do you think? I like it. I'm actually been into different. Again, I was saying that I, you know, I was a little bit on that like hop fatigue. Yeah. So I actually have been really digging beers that aren't super hoppy lately i've been trying a lot of different stuff and mainly actually like the most of the beers that i tried within the week are the stuff that you brought over there were some ipas but they were really well balanced yeah i love the malt balance and i think that's where the west coast kind of starts losing out they just go all hops yeah and i think they forget that malt's a huge part and again i think i think the west coast ipa aspect is it's not like it's going to go anywhere it's not like it's going to disappear but i think the height of its popularity will will definitely fade like slow down yeah. and it won't won't be a big thing and eventually we'll kind of find a balance again where it's just not what there always be the west coast ipa but it's not going to be again it's not going to be as extreme as it is right now so this i didn't even uh this is a rye pale ale oh with apples okay that's pretty insane i don't feel like the rye or the apples are too prominent it's very light Tastes a bitterness from the rye, but I don't get a lot of apple at the very end. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit at the very end. Yeah, no, that's good. It's Whoever solid. decided to mix rye and apple is genius. No, uh, again, actually, this uh, everything from beer camp so far uh, out of the ones solid. that we tried, I, I like a lot. Yeah, totally. Nice job, Sierra Nevada, and everybody else that's been part- yeah. participating in this. Seriously, good, good beer camp this year. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we were gonna do the music, music stuff. Yes, so yes. So, anyways, you told me to look up. Uh, give you two, two. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the bands. Uh, Isaac Rother and the Phantoms. Okay. I specifically gave you one song called "The Phantom." Okay. And then uh, I told you to look up a band called Casio Tone for the Painful, Painfully Alone. So, okay, here's the thing: is I read them as one Etiquette. thing. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah. so I, I tried to do a search for that, and nothing came up. Yeah. So I did watch the video for "The Phantom." Yeah. Yeah, and so that's kind of rockabilly esque style, but again, of course, the guy looks like a he looks like a weirdo. He's got like yeah. a big like a white dude, like a chubby white dude with a big fro. Yep. Yeah, that was interesting. I mean, I didn't. 
I didn't like love the song, but I didn't hate it. I just fun. thought it was like, okay, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And that it's this was more of like the fun stuff I like to listen to. That's actually probably one of the best live shows I've seen. That guy is very fun to see live. Um, it's very old school rock. I feel like his voice kind of wavers on like this really weird, like uh, Jim Morrison, like really weird rock-esque voice that mm-hmm. he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all ghoul themed. So it, literally every song is ghoul themed. Okay. Like Oz, Isaac Rother and the Phantoms. Seems like, like it's hard. To, I would hate to put myself in a box like that where I had to write just this you know in that realm all the time but and see that's where like even though he is put in a box like there's also there's a lot of bands that do that but what makes it fun is that it's not just like it's guitar player bass player it's him singing uh he has two female backup vocalists Mm -hmm. uh and a drummer so it's a big band right and um they just they do stupid dance moves while they're singing and just all this stuff going on it's all i think it's very fun like well, it's, I said, good. it's a I great mean, live band it looks like they see. don't really take themselves too seriously which is no, is a yeah. nice part but again yeah. i just as writing as writing goes i would just hate to put myself in a box where i was like well we gotta write another song about a ghoul or yeah, like something yeah. in that realm i would just be like yeah great because when yeah. i if any time that i've ever written anything i just write off of my own like personal Life experiences are a story that I want to tell. Yeah, totally. So I don't really go off of like, man, I really want to. I've always, always in my mind, I've been like, I want to make a song, a Halloween song. Like I've always yeah. wanted to do something like yeah. that, but I've never thought of anything to write that felt functional enough for me to do that. So yeah. I never went in and made a song about Halloween or anything in that realm, just because I never wrote anything that I thought was good yeah. enough to be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to make a song about this. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe one day it'll happen, but again, I just, I just never tried to like lock myself down into that certain. And I feel like I would just get totally writer's block if I didn't. There's a, there's another band too, locally called the, uh, um, the creepy creeps. And they're pretty similar. Where they, that, the theme, they're like, uh, zombie surf punk. Like it's hmm. the, the dude plays his keyboards in a, uh, a coffin and okay. it's fucking cool. That they're sounds fine. interesting. They're, they're, it looks like they're, be visually they're also another, like they seeing them, seeing Isaac Rother and the Phantoms really made me think of the creepy creeps because mm. it's just, it's a fun, they have dancers. So they have like these two girls doing dances. Cool. They have a guy running around the crowd dancing and they're just playing like surf punk music. And yeah. most of the time it's not even any vocals. Okay. So they're fun to see. Like I appreciate like, yeah, they are putting themselves in a box, but mm. it's entertaining as shit. Sure. Sure. And they're, and they're sticking with what they're doing, so Hell I yeah. recommend no, it. I yeah, mean, it's it's fun. That's cool. I'll probably check out the if there's anything like online, I'll check out like the creepy creeps. Just I mean, it's the, that style of music I listen to on occasion, but it's not like my regular go to type of uh, like stylistic. Aspect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that I know, I so I didn't get to listen to their band because I just literally thought you were talking about like one oh, no, one yeah. thing, so yeah. I didn't end up looking at the other one. Um, the thing that I mentioned to you was. I wanted to reference since the we talked about it last week for a second, but like the new single for the Chili Peppers came out, and yeah. I've been listening to that song quite a bit, and it's starting to it's like really grown on me. I'm like getting into it. I think it's I'm like really interested and really excited about the new album. And I was thinking about their last album and how much I didn't like it, and I I was like, man, without John, this is just gonna bomb. This is gonna be terrible. With no with no John Frusciante playing guitar, it's just not gonna be. It's just not gonna have what it had. Yeah, and it was gonna be another like one hot minute situation where Dave Navarro was just kind of like a placeholder, you know. And I was like, hopefully they'll you know maybe figure it out and get John again. But with the sound on the new album, I was like feeling pretty excited about it. Really getting into that aspect of it, and then I was 
you know, wanting to listen to some of their, their other, other stuff and kind of revisiting previous albums. And one that I always go back to, and I always listen to it, I would say mostly consistently is by the way. Yeah. And that one is, I know it wasn't as highly regarded because of maybe the style or it was more, maybe like a more mellow album, I guess, as things go. But I think it's one of the most interesting in their like career because it's such a, they kind of modeled it after like 1950s doo-wop music. Like that was their kind of like influence. And so everything was just kind of toned down and it has a more classic rock and roll feel. Yeah. And some of it's more simplistic than, and, and it, it doesn't go overly complicated in, in their compositions. And I just feel like that's one of those albums that as we progress through the history of our world, there's certain albums that just stick around. Led Zeppelin sticks around. Uh, Jimi Hendrix sticks around Queen you know a lot of these major 1970s 1960s rock and roll but the doors they're they stick around and they have like this longevity and I feel like there's certain bands that have created certain albums that are just going to stick around and I think it's like one of those and, and by the way feels classic to me like I just when I was listening to it again it just feels like it's a classic in a sense and yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it has that appreciation now, but I think maybe someday, maybe like 20 years down the line or 30 years down the line, maybe that it will have a different appreciation for the type of music that they were doing at the time. Yeah. And I think it was very different too. I mean, granted it's got the chili peppers hook and sound to it, but at the same time, it, I feel like it's a, it was a, it was enough of a departure from their regular, um, funky aspect. Like they're coming off of like, uh, what was that? I guess it came off of Californication yeah. with that. And it was just a way more toned down album. And yeah. I thought that was really interesting. I will say a lot of people will hear that and say that's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. Because there's, I mean, there's, there's very, I feel like there's very few bands that have longevity that lived on. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I mean, you talk about like, and I could be like dead Pink wrong. Floyd. No, sure. Like, no, know, I mean, Floyd, like, is a, Floyd is a great is example. Legendary Stone. Yeah. Stones are always up um, there. I feel like even, you know, there's bands that I love that, I mean, I think like David Byrne, talking heads yeah, yeah i think totally. he's fucking incredible yeah he's a genius but yeah. i don't know if anybody's gonna be listening to the talking heads you know in 40 years i think they will <clears throat> maybe I think they will. no and I i'm think, not yeah, i'm not I saying that it will. won't yeah, happen i'm yeah. just saying i don't know if that's the thing and i don't yeah. know if that's the case but i think that people will be listening to zeppelin and i feel they will be listening to hendrix and i think See, they I will feel, listen to and this is where most people might disagree with me but i feel like <clears throat> Radiohead is very similar to that. Right. I feel like they've been making music for a very long time. One of the one of the most important things for me when it comes to music is I don't like when bands sound the same. If oh, no, you no. if you if, if you're that group of if you're that person that's like, Oh, I wish they sounded like this album, that's fucking stupid because mm -hmm. they mature, they start sure. making and I think so a lot that's of people, where <clears throat> Go ahead. I think a lot of people hear an album and they love it so much that they essentially want the sequel. Yeah, and that's that's always stupid, and that's why that's why I really really like Radiohead, right? And that's why I was, their new album just released Tuesday, so I've been listening to that a lot, yeah. and like that's one thing I feel like they for me as as how you feel like with the By the Way album, where right. generationally, ugh, um, they 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 have lasted a really long time. Their music has constantly changed, and it's one of those where you're like, okay, they're constantly making. Some some stuff not appreciated, right, but I right. think the creativity level and the levels that they've changed and where they've gotten musically, I think is is pretty amazing. Absolutely, so. and um, I mean, even me, not a big Radiohead fan, I do appreciate the fact that they have been consistently just evolving their music. Yes. 
and changing their style. And it's like, again, it doesn't really, I, I listen to a lot of their stuff and I'm, I'm not getting into it and that's fine. I mean, that's just you as a person and your own, you know, your own preferences and everything. Um, again, I just, I do appreciate that aspect of them is that they're constantly involved, evolving and changing yeah. as a band. And I don't think they don't do reheats. And I think like, I'm a, I also love Beck a lot. Yeah. I think Beck's Beck is, another one. I think Beck's really incredible. And if you listen to music, every, yeah. of every single album, they're all basically different, but like Odele was huge, right? Yeah, that was like one yeah. of his biggest albums of all time. And he, uh, oh, unprofessional, my dude. fucking phone just buzzed. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> um, the, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, now the podcast is over. I'm just going to fucking yeah, end it right now. No, everything. uh, yeah. Whoever had the gall to text me right now, fucking unfriended. Dude. They're done. Yeah. Um, no, but with Beck, no, like, Beck I agree. His, Beck every is... single album changes, right? And he's always different. But Odele was so huge, and all these people kept going, make another Odele, make another Odele. And then he came out with Widow. And uh, and I think people kind of felt like that was sort of his like sequel to that, that album. And again, but it's still, I feel like they're still kind of on opposite sides of. And then what, what makes great musicians, yeah. and this goes into like Damon Alburn, mm-hmm. and this is one oh, thing that again, people Damon's need people need to fucking like listen and realize. Listen to the composition. Listen from song number one all the way to the very last song. Right. When the song is composed when an album is composed very well, mm-hmm. you can hear it. It's yeah. fucking amazing. And, and that's that's where all these people, that's where Beck, Radiohead. Mm-hmm. I like, by the way, I really love that song. That song, by the way, to me is like one of my favorite Chili Peppers I think just songs. in general, though, if you listen to a lot of I'll the I'll have tracks... to listen to that album. When you said listen to old Red Hot Chili Peppers, I went all the way back to Uplift Mofo Potty Plan. Oh, uh, Uplift Mofo's great. So it's great. I love it's funky a, as shit. I, uh, honestly, shit, dude. if you... So. And if you're... In, how, I don't know how familiar people are with the Chili Peppers, but if you listen to Freaky Styling, that was produced by legendary George Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's Funkadelic Parliament right yeah. there. And honestly, that album is also great. Like they're yeah. great, but for completely different reasons. Yeah. If you listen to the Chili Peppers in the '80s, um, it's a drastically different band than what you hear in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. And then into the 2000s and what on? It's it, they've changed. They've yeah. evolved and they've kind of found. They found definitely found a hook for themselves. And that's there's no doubt about that. They've definitely found a formula that works really well for them. But if you hear their evolution through the '80s, because they started in '84 they it's it's like a completely different band and to be fair they've changed members yeah exactly. so the um influences and the styles they change over time and i mean sometimes maybe that's what a band needs if you have the same four members over a 30-year period maybe that's not what helps the band yeah. maybe that's because like there's bands like aerosmith or something that keep you know mostly keep the same members or the stones yeah. or something and granted not that they're bad at what they do and I don't know if the Stones are a good example because they've been playing for like eight years. Stones are pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even even like as I don't know. I'm not a big Stones fan, but again, yeah. they are just something that's. They, I can't believe they've been around. They as have. Long as they've been around. Yeah. Even if you're not a fan, they're one of those that has iconic songs. Like oh, you no. hear a song like oh, it's a I Stone listen to song. Stones that's certain amazing. tracks, but yeah. I listen to really old stuff mostly. Yeah, exactly. So early early career for like Stones, I think like yeah. the song Jumping Jack Flash is fucking stupid and it's annoying. It's a terrible. But again, song. everybody that everyone seems, loves yeah, that song. No, there's that's a stupid fucking song. No, I hate it. And there's a there's a lot of really bad singles out there from bands. I mean, the Chili Peppers have them. Um, you know, I know Hendrix. No, I don't know. Actually, I don't think Hendrix has any really bad songs. No, honestly, really. I was no, trying to, I was trying to like example. point one out. I'm like, no, never mind. Yeah. I'm good. It's a, no. It's just uh, again, bands definitely produce some shit over time. But yeah. and it's it's as the industry changes too. In a 30 yeah. year span, there's a lot that has that has changed. Well, yeah, in the music exactly. World, and so. that's why I feel like you have to appreciate like 
good artists that are still making good music right. nowadays. Like especially nowadays where you're literally flooded with shit. Like there's making music is very easy. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally buy a shitty fucking laptop and download an app and oh, yeah. you can yeah. make a shitty album and oh yeah. Post it all over the place. I and try then to next make... thing next thing you know I try to make shitty music at home Drake. all the yeah, time. Exactly. No, I mean yeah. I just don't know how to like make shitty it, beats like Drake. So yeah. that's it. Or or you like you're like that fucking piece of shit riffraff. Like sure. you're literally it's all bullshit mm-hmm. and it's fucking terrible, but you're famous, so So to have be able to decipher and like actually see people mm-hmm. that have been making music since like the early nineties. It's yeah. twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. We're fucking old. They've been making music forever. Like that's awesome that yeah. they continue to make quality music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, and I completely agree. I, th- I love that there's a, a longevity with a certain artist and that they've stuck around for so long and they continually change themselves and evolve and move forward. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say about Beck before we move on is that people are requesting. You know, people always go like, "Oh, I like Chili Peppers. Make another Blood Sugar Sex Magic." That's what they. People are like, "Make another one of those, it right?" No, you don't. Don't do that because no. that's what makes the album special. Yep. Um. And with Beck, people always said, like, make another Odelay. I don't think they should do that. He should do that either. The only one that I would kind of like a revisit of or in that stylistic is if you've ever heard the, the album Midnight Vultures, yeah. it's one yeah. of my favorite albums of all time. It's like a funk soul album, a little bit of disco in there, but it's total just, it's such a fucking cool album. And I think it's one of Beck's most underappreciated yeah and i think it's really fantastic and i would love for him to kind of revisit that style i don't need him to make that that's album one, again uh, but fuck. i would love what's the name of that the, the video he made for that was really really good um uh, i think like i'm trying to remember there's the a sex I laws i, I yeah, know yeah, is one yeah, of the, that's one, one of the that's one i'm talking yeah that, that that video is awesome but i agree like that funky bass like it that that's a very he's good just, album, very good album that whole album from almost beginning to end is just filled with Fucking and that's literally what I'm like. That that's what I'm talking about. From from it's got amazing the very first album to and, this album to what he created now, what he won a fucking and, Grammy for. Well, he just and also he just challenges himself like vocally, and he's he's got a lot of like the layering and the vocal aspect of for somebody like Beck who is not the most amazing singer in the world. He does a lot of really fucking amazing shit on that album, yeah, yeah. and you're just listening to the going like this guy is like granted, he's not he knows how to play a shitload of instruments yeah. and he knows how to play. Um, and he knows how to write and compose, but he also has people that work with him too. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, exactly. it's not just him, yeah, but at but the same still, time, who he surrounds himself. Fucking, there's a song on near the end of the album called Deborah, or I think it might even be the last song of the album. Yeah. And I think that it's just like the most. It's almost like an homage to Prince in a sense. Yeah. Like, but the the lyrics are fucking hilarious. If you, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. I'd have to listen but, to it again. No, um, I haven't heard that album in a while. The song's great. Like, it just the lyrics are just super. Like, you know. He's saying how he met this girl at J.C. Penney, and then he's like, I think he's, I said, I think your name tag said Jenny, and then, um, and he goes on this whole thing, and then the chorus is, I want to get with you and your sister, I think her name is Deborah. Yeah. And that's just, and the whole fucking song is like, so full Prince style, like falsetto, um, just so good and it's just like the most fucking ridiculous lyrics yeah, in the world. Yeah. And it's like it's it's hilarious and great at the same time. Yeah. And so there's I would love for him to maybe revisit that style of music, but I wouldn't I don't need necessarily need like a sequel to that album. Yeah, yeah, but totally. Yeah, anyways, and it's just um last last thing here, yeah. I just want to talk about the one one song I really love off the Radiohead soundtrack uh, soundtrack album. Uh-huh. Uh it's called Identicate. And that song, and I'm gonna sound like a music snobby asshole right now. <laughs> that song is simplistically complicated and it's fucking amazing 
starts off. What they did with this album is you, they did a lot of a lot more experimental vocal stuff. So okay. you, you, and it's definitely an album to listen to with headphones okay. because you hear the song starts off with what you think is him singing, but it's actually just layered vocals. Kind sure, of sure, sure, sure. Then he starts singing. It starts off with like a sweet, sweet fucking bass line. Mid song, it turns into the chorus with him singing plus the extra added vocals, like kind of going in and out of your speakers. Uh, some added, um, some added keyboard. The second layer of that song turns into this fucking the guitar just takes over. Okay. So all of a sudden you just hear this really simple, easy guitar lick. Hell yeah! And it literally just kind of goes into more of of Tom York's vo- voice. Sure, we all sure, know sure. his voice. It's very haunting and mm-hmm. very beautiful and fucking strange. And then it just ends with this guitar solo. And it literally the song just literally just ends. Oh, it's so simply perfect. Yeah, I no, no, fucking love that song. And, and that's. So, that's, that's the beauty of it, man. No, I'm telling is. you. Sometimes, sometimes things are like, um, they sound simple, but they're actually like oh, complex. Yeah, no. And oh, then yeah. at the same time, it's just, uh, they're extremely effective. And granted, again, you know, certain songs work for people and then other songs don't work for people yeah. at all. But, um, yeah, the sounds, I mean, I haven't heard that song, but it sounds really fucking cool. Honestly, dude, I fucking, yeah. I, I, as soon as uh, I heard that song, like my mind was blown. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. I think that's, again, I think that there's just, there's a ton of fucking music out there. And I actually, I will say to anybody that's listening, listening, if you have a good pair of headphones, listening to some of your favorite tracks on headphones will change the way you, as long as you've got time to focus and, and you know, I'm going to say, even if you need to like smoke a joint first or whatever the fuck you need to do to like chill out, if you put headphones on. And you fucking listen to a certain song of yours that you you're it's big you know you're I wouldn't really recommend it for like modern club bullshit yeah, yeah but anything that was actually like really well composed if you put headphones on you're gonna heat and they're they have to be solid headphones it can't I've be done like, that more than once it can't be really I've like listened, a ten dollar piece I've listened to a song with headphones yeah. on I was like oh shit I just heard something I and never heard hear, before you're gonna like, hear parts in the song that you've never heard because it. you've got these incredible headphones on and they're in your they're just focusing on these little these little yeah. touches that you wouldn't normally hear. Yeah. And so I think that's a huge, huge aspect. Just of from music. us talking right now, I already got some songs I want you to listen to next week, and okay. I'm gonna go more for uh, vocals. I'm gonna go for more a couple dudes who I think have amazing voices. Okay, I so already know. I already know what I can mention to you as so, well that yeah. we can. So. And you know, I know we talk about this too, and I guess we'll kind of close this down too, so we can yeah, kind of yeah, like totally. treat this as the open forum aspect. But in the like at the end of the day. Um, I feel like you know we we kind of talked about this before, and we can really develop it and see how how much we really want to go about this. Yeah. But I know we were talking about doing like almost like a like a book club aspect. Yeah. And not obviously not it doesn't have to be it's not actually books, but it yeah. could be you know say okay this week everybody go out and watch you know Ben Hur or yeah, something yeah. you know you could say like yeah let's go out and never watch this and then when we come back we can talk about it and then everybody can be essentially on board. Um, we can kind of, as the weeks go by, and if there's something that we feel like we want to do, then we can start to develop that. And we could say, okay, t- t- this week's task, this week's homework, or whatever the situation is, say, like, go listen to Thriller, yeah. the album Thriller. Go listen to Thriller from beginning to end, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. And that's something that we can kind of figure out. Like, right now, I think what we're doing is just fine. But if we really want to start developing it, maybe we can turn it into, like, a book club situation. Yeah, yeah, totally. Where we have, like, weekly homework assignments or something like that. Where we really do say, like, okay, we're both going to listen to Thriller, and then we're both going to talk about it. Yeah. And and, an example of that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think that uh, it's a good idea. But, yeah, definitely we'll we'll give ourselves some some tasks for this following week. And then when we come back in a week, we'll – We'll talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah unless you have anything else to add, I think uh, besides that, I mean, 
Um, again, these episodes post on rclvoice.com first, and then they go to iTunes. Yep. And then again, I'm looking into other sources besides iTunes. Do you want to put on, like, do you want to promote your, anything? Oh, yeah, social I have, media? obviously I'm huge on social media. And by yeah. that, I mean, I have a, an Instagram for my cat. So I think actually what you mean to say is your cat has an Instagram. Yeah. And my cat has an Instagram. It. So you're basically uh, the secretary for your cat. If anyone's it? interesting, just go to bill furry. But here's the thing. Is it we bill? actually, so we actually does... follow each other. Okay. There is a bill furry cat in Portland. Okay. But that's furry with an a, okay. this is just furry F U R R Y. So bill furry Instagram. Okay. It's my Selkirk Rex. And that's how it's not Pretty like awesome. at, it's not like Twitter, right? Where no, no, just yeah, just look up Bill Furry. So yeah, like but don't add the A. It's just fucking F U R R Y. Don't okay. be an asshole. Just okay. so furry. yeah, don't follow the other furry. No, I do. follow the real furry. It does have a mustache though, so it's kind of cool. Okay, uh, but right. we somehow discovered he actually discovered me, and we started following each other. All so. right, cat battle then. Cat battle. I want a cat but battle. Yeah, this is like a way cooler West Coast Bill Furry. All cat. right, okay, uh, fair enough. So fair yeah, enough. so follow Bill Furry on Instagram. Yeah, and then also I just wanted to plug another uh, website. Um, uh, Is it twinkbattles.com okay. I just made that up, but I'm <laughs> no, I guarantee just, if just if, like if the microbeans thing. Yeah. If you Google twink battles, yeah. I, I'm actually I might even Google <laughs> the, that right now. I don't know. That's pretty. A good idea. I'm actually curious to see what <laughs> pops up. That's probably one um, of the best combination of words I've ever created. I think. So. Um, I think that just yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, yeah, just Bill Furry, and now, wow, that is straight I mean, every up. week. You should develop a new website and just come. <laughs> that is totally you, a thing. Did you type uh, it? It is. It is twink. Did you say twink. It is straight up. Uh, I don't. Do you know what a twink is? No, I don't know what a twink oh, is. Oh, no. I'm glad I Educate can introduce me right you to now this. While we're while we're on our way out, a here. twink is a very super duper effeminate gay dude. Okay, like, super like, pretty much acts like a girl. Okay, they're always tiny. All right. Uh, what is the? There's a. So like, you have to be a certain size of person to be. A twink. Yeah, twink is okay. a. Uh, wow, but I just googled twink <laughs> battle, and there's literally there is. So wait, it's called this... straightupgayporn.com, oh. where it is twinks that fight each other. I guess. So are they fighting or are they fucking? I don't. I don't want to see it, but just. You know what? Out of curiosity, because it says round one. Are you gonna click? On, wait, are you clicking on this I'm right on now? It. I don't know. Jesus, I don't know if I can handle. I don't know if you want it's, to handle this either. I don't think so. Which twink is tops? By the way, I'm totally fine with you, you know, doing what you want to do. I just don't necessarily want to watch you do it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm I think I'm, that's I think that's a real thing to take away from this is that do whatever what whatever you want to do, just don't make me watch. Yeah, no. I don't know if it's actual like twink fights. That would be hilarious. But, but are they just, I, I get the no, feeling the fight mostly, is actually just is just them fucking. I think the battle is mostly uh It's a like, sex battle. Yeah, just like you kind of picking which twink is hotter. It's pretty lame. But there is an acronym for twink, <laughs> but I forget what it is. Honestly, I what's the right other now. So wait. So Bill Furry isn't a furry a thing too? Like that's where furry like, is a thing. Dress it's when up. people dress up in costumes. Right. So your fuck. cat is actually a 40-year-old man in a cat costume? Yeah. And he, he just hangs out in your living room. Yep. And okay. he yiffs. And if you, a yiffing is when you're a furry, and that's uh, the word you use to refer to ejaculating. Oh, it's yiffing? Yiffing, yeah. Yiffing? Yiffing. Hmm. The only, like, modern or, like, um, up-to-date, like, lingo that I'm with is, like, hyphy and crunked. That's, uh, like, the only ones I really know. That's old, too, dude. It's old. That's See, super I'm, old. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm totally not hip. I'm not Man, in... I'm not with nah, it. You're yeah. not with it at all, dude. You are... <laughs> he just sounded crazy super white right now. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, sure I, I can't... Even little John I can't keep up. I know that... Anymore. I know cray-cray. I know... Don't be so jelly. You yeah. know, I'm... I'm. I feel like I'm 
probably about five years behind of what you know what um, i say i'm just gonna start saying say yolo go now. For it i'm gonna bring yolo back and winning no. i'm gonna say winning now just too. use the n-word <laughs> just just go <laughs> for it dude all right oh uh, I, I think yeah okay cool all we'll right well probably, we probably finished i yeah. think we're good yeah i think that's it's been a it's been a solid uh, a solid run here some good beers some tasty stuff and then we'll just uh We'll check in with y'all again. Round four. Uh, yeah. So again, follow Bill Furry on Instagram. He's, yeah. And then again. He's, a, he's super cute. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill Furry on Instagram. F-U-R-R-Y. Yep. Okay. And then rclvoice.com. And then also I am on Twitter if you want to w- listen to me ramble about stupid bullshit. And that is uh, Ryan underscore Lance. At Ryan underscore Lance. I'll eventually start one of those. I just. I love to. Twitter is my favorite, really. To be out of to out of all social network, I do have Instagram, but why, I don't really post very often. So why the, the social network it? actually yeah. really upsets me, but I fucking hate it. But I, I know, think like, Twitter it's, it's is a source. Like, for example, and granted, if you join, if you go into my Twitter account, you can see this. But the other day, I was walking to my car and I was going through the alleyway. There's a toilet in the alleyway. And it has a sign on it that says "still good," and I'm like, "No, oh, wow. it's not." And I took a picture of it and I posted it to Twitter because yeah. that's just that's just life, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and so I, I think Twitter's hilarious for real those quick purposes. too. Sorry, yeah, no, no, keep going. Speaking keep going. of Twitter, keep it going. You should follow Tom Hanks. Okay, Tom, because Hanks. I I saw an article where he literally on his Twitter account just posts pictures of shit people have lost, and he'll just find like a random like glove and he'd be like. <laughs> Someone lost this glove on this street in New York, or no, he found great. like found like someone's ID. Like his last, like I forgot what it was, but his last like five or six uh, posts were just all shit. So people I'm lost. developing a list right now of people that I want to drink with. Yeah. Um. And yeah. granted, it's a it's a it's a fabricated list in the sense that I I will probably never be able to drink with any yeah, of these totally. people. Yeah. Prince was on my list. It's not gonna happen. No, your list Queen was on my ruined, list. Dude. Queen's on my list. It's not gonna happen. You can drink with Brian May. Well, I could drink Brian May or Roger Taylor, yeah, or, exactly. or actually Brian Deacon. Everybody Deacon, else is still dude. around. Yeah, exactly. Deacon yeah. is an incredible bass player. So yeah, oh, again, I don't want to get too off. But anyways, I, know, I have yeah. a list, and um, Tom Hanks is one of those people I think that would be really interesting and unique to like sit down. And I, I get the feeling he's like a whiskey guy, like where yeah. you would just sit down and he'd be like, pour me some scotch. You'd sit down and just like have a drink with him. I'd be drinking bourbon because I don't drink scotch. Yeah. But I would sit there and like smoke a cigar with him and just, you know, have a conversation. That would be pretty awesome. And yeah. I think it'd be good because I just really, there's some certain people that I feel like with um, anybody famous, you, you tend to... Uh, people bombard them, right? They're like, you're famous. I love you. I'm just going to like attack you and please sign this and blah, blah, blah. I just don't. I'll be like, Hey, you're Tom Hanks. You want to go over here and like talk for a little bit and just have a beer. Like, let's have a beer. Let's hang out. Let's just talk. That That's all I want to awesome. do. I just want to be like, let's sit down and just have a conversation. Yeah. I mean, nothing has to be weird about it. Like, we're, you're a normal person. Yeah, and I promise we'll... I won't talk about Big too much. No, I won't. Yeah, I won't. I won't reference Forrest yeah. Gump or Big or, yeah. you know, any of those movies that I think are cool. And I'll just be like, you know, it's fine. Let's yeah. just have a conversation and let's talk about your wife and yeah. see what, what and it is. Show me talk about naked, Colin. naked pictures. Of... Let's talk about Colin Hanks. Yeah, and that yeah. time that he was in that show where the... he was in Dexter. Yeah, he was in Dexter. Yeah. Or let's talk about Orange County that he made with Jack Black. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah but I mean, cool. those are things. Let's just talk about his life. Yeah. All right. So Tom Hanks, if you're listening, um, let's have a beer together. If you're one of the seven people listening right now, that would be awesome. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you next week. All right. We'll see you. Right. Attention, pussy shoppers! Take advantage of our penny pussy sale. If you buy one piece of pussy at the regular price. You get another piece of pussy of equal or lesser value for only a penny. Try and be pussy for a penny. If you can find cheaper pussy anywhere, fuck it.
Just can't stop, doesn't just can't stop 